The Paul Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now, your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. It's a great honor to be welcoming a Nashville-based rock and roller, Moat, a.k.a. Joe Schneider. His latest release is the seven-song EP entitled Get the Door. Joe is in London at the moment. Thank you very much for making the time to check in with us. Oh, my pleasure, man. Thanks so much for having me on. It's a pleasure. So tell us, how is London? It is much cooler than it is in the South United States right now, I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, it's beautiful, man. I'm uh, I'm just over here. My little sister is getting married uh, on Thursday, so we're our whole family's over here. Oh, that must be nice. It's beautiful, man. Do you get to travel a lot being a musician? Yeah. I used to travel a lot more when I was younger because I used to just be a freelance bass player and singer for hire. So I was constantly on the road since I was about 17. And um, I travel a little bit less these days, but starting starting to pick up a little bit more since we put the record out. And you're based out of Nashville. What brought you to Nashville? Was it the music? Well, I was born there. Ah, so okay. I suppose you could say that, but I, I don't remember making the decision. <laughs> Do you think that there's any misconceptions that people have about Nashville? I mean, you would know, having been born there. Yeah, to- I mean, totally. Because it's, you know, it's. I think it's primarily known as, you know, a kind of hub of country music. And, and gospel is a really big part of the music industry there in terms of like a national, you know, or global recognition, but there is everything there, man. Like, I mean, I grew up playing so much hip hop and R and B and rock and roll. Like I was always in rock bands since I was a kid. And, um, and it was, you know, a bit more disparate, of course, like when I was, it, it Nashville was like really exploded. I mean, my whole life, but especially like in the last 10 years. And, um, it's just getting cooler by the day, man. I mean, just, the because, you know, I think so many people have come here that want to do stuff other than, well, not here, sorry, there, that want to make other kinds of music. And so it's, you know, it's getting mixed up, you know, with one another. And it's uh, there's some really interesting new stuff coming out of there. It's a really fantastic people. So it's a, it's quite a cool time to live there. You were just mentioning a moment ago this new record of yours. And yeah. we've been talking about the world since you're... You're out there across the ocean. One of the songs, I just love this song, and it's just so soothing to listen to. And I'm talking about your song, Worldwide Love. Oh, sweet. Thanks, man. It's a great song. So tell us, what was the influence there? Well, funnily enough, have you heard of the Glastonbury Festival over here in England? I have not. It's sort of like, are you in New York? Is that where you're at? I'm in Atlanta at the moment. Oh, you're in Atlanta. Okay. Well, it's like, you know, it's it's like Bonnaroo or Coachella, except I think it's about three or four times as big. And it's just a very, it's just sort of the ideal of what these, you know, music festivals are all about, being very peaceful and, and you know, there's all this love and it's just this very, like, uplifting experience. And it's a camping festival like those are and, I didn't really know it while I was writing it that I was specifically thinking about Glastonbury, but I, I was thinking of 
was just sort of putting myself in my head in front of a giant festival crowd and what would I be wanting to play and that's how I that's how I kind of thought or that's how the riff sort of came to me you know and it just went from there I was just thinking about kind of where I wanted to be playing something like that and then lyrically it sort of you know went from there opening up into just kind of I mean I can't exactly say what the song is about but I think it's I think it's something to do with kind of a waking up or expanding yourself you know, growth, stuff like that. So, uh, but it all kind of started with the idea of, I think, having a, a festival in mind with this sort of an idyllic, you know, version of, you know, maybe what life on earth could be, if you will. Hmm. Who would you say your biggest influences are? Uh, musically? Yeah. Gosh, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's just it's so ever-changing. But, you know, I mean, I grew up, I grew up listening to a lot of rock and roll and hip hop. I mean, that stuff was like really happening when I was a kid, but I, I began studying like jazz later on and stuff. So, I mean, so bands, I mean, you know, rock bands I grew up listening to like Nirvana and the Red Hot Chili Peppers were huge for me, especially as a, like a bass, as a bass player. So I was way into Flea, but to, you know, I got really into electronic music. I mean, Apex Quinn, Square Pusher. I love Miles Davis a whole lot. And more recently, like St. Vincent has been a massive influence on me and um, Wolf Alice from over in England. I don't know if you know them, but they're fantastic. It's really all over the place. I really just like anything that's good. Do you think it's important as an artist to expose yourself to a lot of different things? Yes, of course. I mean, musically and otherwise. I mean, I think, I think the whole thing with art is to just take every anything from anywhere in life you know, that you want. I mean, it all kind of ends up being a a reference point, you know, for your own perspective. And so to like, you know, saying with World I Love about opening up and, and, and growing, like, I think the more you can do that in any direction, the more that it's going to serve anything you're trying to make. Hmm. What does the name MOTE mean? I see sometimes it's capitalized M-O-T-E for all the <laughs> listeners out there. What's the origins sure. of that? It's a nickname that my dad gave me when I was a kid. And um, so I don't know that it, it didn't mean anything to me as a child. It does mean like, you know, a speck or like a mode of dust is referenced in this real famous Carl Sagan quote about the earth, uh, which I quite liked when I was started, decided to use the name. But it's more of just that is because I I was in many, many bands for many years that kept falling by the wayside and kind of just had a moment where I didn't know anyone that I wanted to work with in terms of uh, an artistic, you know, a writer, a writing partner. And I just decided to do it all myself. So it really, so I, I picked that name because it was sort of like, it was this childhood name that my dad gave me and, uh, and still calls me. I mean, it's, it is a solo project, I suppose, but I didn't want to think of it like that, but it, it just felt like it was me, you know, at sort of the, at the core. Interesting. Yes, sir. Do you consider yourself an optimist? I do, for sure. For sure. I know that's not necessarily, uh, or maybe I, I, I never thought that was always the coolest thing, but after some of the, you know, crazy stuff that I've gone through, you know, that, that we all go through and stuff, I've really realized that that's one of the things that helps me make it through the tough times, you know, is, is trying to find the, the good and 
the good and the difficult experiences and the good and the good experiences. And, and, uh, you know, like I say, all that, you can, you really use anything from life to, to help you keep making it to the next thing. So yeah, I do think it's a big, uh, an important part of my life is being fairly optimistic. Hmm. You just mentioned getting through to the next thing, because anytime you pursue anything, whether you're an artist or somebody who's working at some kind of occupation, whatever, you have to push through to the next thing. How do you get the energy? Yeah. It's a long road when you're an artist. No doubt. How do I get the energy? I don't know. I mean, I think being optimistic helps, honestly. I mean, like, look, you know, thinking that there's this great Joan Rivers quote that struck me like about 10 years ago that, I don't know if you know this, but it doesn't get better. You get better. And I, I do think that, you know, I always think that things are going to keep improving somehow or just that, you know, going through difficult stuff, making yourself stronger, you know, means that it'll somehow be better. And, uh, you know, that that concept and as well as, man, there's nothing more in the world that, than I, that I love than creating music and playing I mean, I just get such a high from it and so much joy from it that it really is not, as long as I have that going, kind of anything else that comes, I can handle. Is there anything you want people to get from your music, whether someone is seeing you perform or they're listening to you on Spotify? What would you say is your, your end goal? Um, I think I sort of just want to pass on what was passed on to me, which was you know, inspiration, good, good feelings. I think the greatest thing about artists is that by just being who they are as unabashedly as possible, that's like inspired and driven so many people to, you know, do that for themselves and to just really, you know, go inward and dig deep and see who they are, you know, because we're all really individuals. And so, I mean, that's a pretty grand ask, but I mean, I just, I just hope to pass on a sense of self-exploration and uplift people or at least, you know, help them feel less alone, maybe. I don't know. That's what music always and my favorite artists have done for me. So I just wanted to be a part of it as much as I possibly could, you know, from a pretty young age. Do you have a preferred instrument when you're writing songs? Do you have one that you like the most to compose on? Oh, um, no, not really. So I grew up as a, a bass player and a singer. So those are like, I call it, you know, those are my main axes. But but I write a lot on keyboards. I write drum ideas and then write to those. I write on guitar a whole lot. I wrote on uh, on the bass a lot. It can kind of be anywhere. Or I'll just be walking down the street, you know, and hear a, you know, a melodic idea or a lyrical idea to the sound of my feet. Or They can really come from, from anywhere. I, I like having it come from different places because that, I think, keeps the material more versatile. I always like to give the guest the microphone. We just never know who's listening. You know, it's just incredible. You and I are talking from across the pond. Yeah. For anyone who's listening in, what would you say to them? Completely open-ended. Well, wow. Hi, how are you? Uh, and uh, I hope you're having a lovely day. If not, I hope uh, tomorrow's better. And Hang in there and uh, find the things you love and find the people you love. Stick with them. 
everybody can visit the website. It's motemusic.com, M-O-T-E music.com. The music is on Spotify. There's a great lyric video that everybody can check out for that song, Worldwide Love. I suggest they check that out. How do you define Joe Schneider? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, man. I've been working on Alan the whole time. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I could put it into words. It's just more of a feeling, really. And it's more of a, it's an elusive feeling, I think. But all I can say is that I do and have always felt pretty uniquely me. And that's what I would wish for everyone. But I, I don't know that I could, I don't know that I could put that into words at all. Hmm. Well, Joe... I thank you very much for spending time with us. Congratulations on the EP, Get the Door. It's a great pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much, Paul. It's a great pleasure to talk to you, man. I appreciate uh, all your kind words and for having me on, and uh, best of luck to you, brother. All right. I hope we can cross paths down the road, and maybe you'll be performing in Atlanta, where I am at the moment. Yes, sir. We are looking to do that this fall. All Have right. Fun. Until next time. Okay, cheers, Paul. See ya. Pop, pop, doodly, zing, bang, doodly, knock, cock, cheap, taboo. Bibbidi, bata, gotcha, gee, da, po, pop, better, like a teen. Oh, get a gig, bad, oh, no, Oh, get a gig, she'll take off a toast, a column, a kitchen, luck, a punk, goodbye.